What up, though? Welcome back. Another episode of Pros and Casuals. I'm Sunny Motep here with my man, Anonymous African. Oh, the people already, they're already talking crazy. What's going on, bro? What's good, brother? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to brother Anthony. Uh, thank you for your super chat. He said, uh, talk about shields getting dropped by homeboy that nobody knows. I don't know nothing about this, so <laughs> we don't have to... <laughs> We had to find out about this. And also another super chat. Thank you. Much appreciated, brother. Um, I don't know what he's talking about in regards to Clarissa Shields. You know what he's talking about? Um, yeah, I just looked it up. I guess Clarissa Shields, she got on. First and foremost, I want to apologize to Sunni and chat. I'm under the weather, so if my energy is low, I apologize. But um Yeah, apparently she got Knocked out by an unknown boxer. Knocked out? Yeah, by Hold unknown on. dude boxer. <laughs> don't say don't say knocked out. Hold on. I'm I gotta yeah. I'm looking this up now. That's what the sources say. Could be wrong though. Oh, it was a it's a it was a male box. I mean, okay. But I, I'm waiting for this for this to load real quick because I think they're gonna show me something. But this is my question. Yeah. Are we expecting Clarissa Shields to be able to beat up a male boxer? I I would hope not. Now, you know, I definitely I, I know that she's not. probably said stuff like that. Um but uh, I mean, okay. Can we be can we Okay, I see what's going on here. Yeah. She said, all right, hold on, let me put it up on the screen. So this is an article from uh, Independent UK, whatever that is. I don't know what this is. I thought that was a video, but it's not. Um, but she said in a post, one thing's for sure, if I went public 2018 about how this fellow professional boxer and boxing trainer took his padding out his gloves to spar against me because I embarrassed him earlier that week, it would have jeopardized my upcoming world title fight. So I guess she's trying to say that. Oh, this video is old. What does that mean? She still got knocked out. <laughs> well, look, <clears throat> I don't know what generation we live in that we thought it would be different. No, nah, I, that, 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 I want to start with that because I think that's important. Like, we should all understand that no matter what, a female, a, a professional boxer, a female professional boxer is not going to beat up a male professional boxer. Maybe an amateur, nah. sure. But, like, a pro, nah. Exactly. But see, these are the, these are the, uh, the trap cards, you know? Look at this. Please don't tell me a man did that to you at this big age. What are they, <laughs> what are these dudes thinking about? I don't understand, but I, I'm going to just say this. I don't think that anybody should be clowning her for that because at the end of the day, like, like I just said, a female boxer is supposed to lose to a male boxer if they're both professionals. Um, I and to think otherwise is silly. Huh? My fault for cutting you off, but didn't she? Um, she called out a fighter recently. 
I think within within the last six months, she called that a male fighter. I forgot who to it think is. About that. Hmm. I have it on the top of my 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 head, but I can't figure out the name. When I get back with the name, I'll let you know. But uh, well, I see here. It says she called out. She said Keith Thurman. Yeah, Keith Thurman. Yeah, as if she can beat him. Gennady Golovkin. Get the fuck. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's why it all makes sense now. It's like you just talking all that ish and you getting knocked out by no names. And Sean Porter. Oh, she's true. You see what I'm saying? The, the disrespect. Yeah, and Jake on, Paul. Brother. She said she can knock Jake Paul out. Jake Paul has he would knock her the hell out. Are you crazy? Why? I just don't understand why. That's like, I mean, the female fighters. We know why is because this is the most comfortable era that you can say things like outrageous things like this. Yeah. Just because you're a professional in your sport, it's not the same. Like once again, I clearly I have to be the evil man. But do you not mean we are? We're not the same. We're not. We have equal rights, absolutely, but. That's where it ends, but it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we get too deep into this right now, thank you for that for that topic, Anthony, because I I didn't really know too much about that beforehand. <clears throat> so let's talk about um this UFC card that happened this weekend. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really care too much about any of these fights. I'm looking at the fight card again. I didn't really care about none of these. Um, but what I will say is, uh, where is that joint at? That Tim Elliott submission was nasty. He had my man uh, spitting up blood. I don't know if you saw that in the middle of the choke. Yeah. He, oh, nasty. Beautiful. Yeah, I hate crazy. his striking, but he, the finish was good. Tim Elliott is a horrible striker, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. I agree but, with you. but his grappling clearly, you know, he's good at grappling. Um, I was not expecting y'all this knockout right here. I was not expecting that at all. I thought Jamie was gonna put hands on him, but uh, the Muslim brother got it done. Mm-hmm. Now I want to talk about this. This is the this is the main thing, bro. Eric, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric texted me, and he was like, "Did you see the fights?" I was like, "Absolutely, I saw the fights," but. This is this is what I said was gonna happen. I hope that nobody picked Anthony Smith to win. Matter of fact, somebody DM'd me and they put money in the parlay that Anthony Smith would win. And I said, just for that right there, you lost. And guess what? Every single one of his parlays was right except for that one. I don't know why he picked mm. Anthony Smith. I don't know why anybody would pick Anthony Smith. But did did Khalil Roundtree murder this nigga or not? Because <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like that, bro. He hit my man, man. with a, he with the with the nastiest uppercut hook in in life, and then sacrificed uh, not not sacrificed. Excuse me. He spared him. He stood over him with his fist in the air, saying, "I can kill you right now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the referee was yeah, like, "You did. know what? I gotta let this go." I mean, That's after cr- round one, I already knew because I saw, I saw a picture of Anthony Smith and like how, like his face was covered in blood, mm-hmm. and he just looked confused at like where he was at, and mm-hmm. already, and that was round one, so I already knew what type of time it was about to be. 
Absolutely. And I was like, oh my God, sorry. Let me let me let me put this super chat up and then we gotta talk about something else. Ryan, thank you for your super chat, brother. I appreciate you. He said, What's up, boys? Quickly. Could you imagine if UFC UFC three hundred did a one and makes GSP versus Khabib as a grappling match like a co main event to Conor McGregor? Imagine. They would never because they got their own little, you know, UFC uh jujitsu invitational grab whatever you want to call it um but i want to talk about one uh after this because the one i know you don't really watch anything besides the ufc but nigga <laughs> nigga okay let's talk about this first so what did you think about the the khalil roundtree fight was it what you expected yeah it means exactly what i expected i knew anthony smith would do anthony smith things which is nothing and i knew that this was a showcase for roundtree and he did what he was supposed to do. Now, do you like the fight that he called for between him and um, and Alex? Would you care to see that uh, right it, now? Nah, I don't, I don't want to see that right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, who... Okay, so then let's... What, was, Khalil, go, what was Khalil's uh, before he fought? At the his team? ranking? Was he even, yeah, was he ranked? 13. So and he you just beat, beat the number eight. Number eight. And now you want to fight the number one. Maybe I, I approach Well, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is, what is that? Light heavyweight, right? All right. Boy, they moved. That's whack. They moved. Oh, no. Okay. He's not. They didn't change it yet. Okay. Or maybe they, no. No, they didn't change this yet. So most likely Khalil Roundtree is going to be number eight. He can't be number seven because Johnny Walker knocked him out. So... What I would say is, Round I mean, lost let's think about Walker. it though. Who who else can he fight? Let me let me make this bigger so y'all can see this. Who else can he fight? So right now he's number eleven. Most likely he's gonna be number eight after this is done. So who else can he fight? Who else can Alex fight? Jamal Hill's not fighting no time soon. Yuri just got knocked out by him. Ankalev and Johnny Walker got to fight again. They got a rematch. Jan and Rakic were supposed to fight each other. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, so the only person left is Krylov. And if I'm not mistaken, Krylov won his last fight or he lost his last fight? He beat Ryan Spann. That's what it was. Yeah, so he won his last fight. Okay. I kind of... I'm not mad at him calling out Alex. And I think if if things align, it could happen, bro. I mean, now that you pulled that up and how everyone has a, a background to them, yeah, it could possibly happen. Yeah, I think it could happen. If 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 Krylov is not able to fight and all these other people are booked, the only thing that makes sense is either, I mean, yeah, really, that's it. Because I would say rematch Johnny Walker, but Johnny Walker and Uncle have got to fight. Hmm. So Richie yeah, said he got to fight down. He, I don't think he should fight down. Because I'm not interested in seeing him fight none of these people. Maybe Dustin, Jacoby, but why fight number Why fight number 15 when you just got elevated to number 8? That doesn't make sense. Number 8 was truly shit, though. But I, I feel you. <laughs> you talking about Anthony Smith. <laughs> also, yeah, the number sounds better than the name, you know? No, no, it does for sure. Um, also, shout out to my man Lloyd. Thank you for your super chat, brother. I appreciate you. 
<laughs> All right. So back to this to this uh fight card. So you don't like the fight for for Khalil Roundtree with Alex. I mean, not, since you put up all everything up, it makes sense why he would do that call out. But I mean, I don't get too excited. About You're not it, excited, okay? You know? Yeah. But if he fought one more person and knocked him out, then you might be excited about it. Yeah, if he, if he knocks out a top five person, yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, I feel like now this is the thing too, though, with him. If he was to fight anybody that's in this top 15 or top five, they're, I don't want to say it like that with the exception, but even of maybe that Jamal Hill, five, they'll probably beat him. Yeah. But that top, top five, five is not even, it's not even that. Maybe I'm tripping, but they just, they don't strike me as like, oh, these niggas are killers. These guys, because Jan old as yeah, Jan is old as hell. He's getting but he would out grapple him. Right. We know that he would take he would take uh 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 Khalil down and just grapple him up. Yeah, before he catches a left hook, whatever connects first. But uh, <laughs> um, Yeri, yeah, I don't really know too much what's going on with them. Uh, Jamal Hill, he'll be a convicted felon within six months. So uh, you really don't know what's happening. <laughs> With this division, so you say he'll be a convicted felon before in six months. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be found guilty. I heard he sucker punched his brother. Some, some news came out. I know. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading that. Allegedly, though, I don't know. Ale- yeah, but I don't want to get too deep to it. I mean, we can't say allegedly because it's, that's what his brother said, right? His brother said they was arguing about some shit and he swung on him. Nah, I feel it. I feel it. But I don't even want to give that man any more energy. He's still rich and we still poor, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I'm just, we gotta, I gotta focus on us, man. No, you're right. All right. And then this main event, I'm not gonna lie to you. I really did not give a shit about this fight. It was a good fight, <laughs> but even yeah. with the result, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I kind of expected Song Yadong to win, but it was just like, whatever. You know, this is not something that excited me. I was more excited for Khalil Roundtree and Anthony Smith. Yeah, I think But I understand why they made this fight the main event. Because they were supposed to do this shit in China, but I guess something happened. They decided not to do it in China no more. And he was the main event because of China. So they had to just, you know, keep it for what it was. I like how he won though. I'm I'm he's the he did uh body punches, right? Who was the one that did the body punches, KO? Oh, I don't, I don't know who you who you thinking about. Somebody just won via KO that was nasty, and I can't. It was probably it was probably this dude. Uh, Hyun's Hyun Sun Park. Yeah, it was him. It was him. It was. Yeah. Dog. Okay. So real 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 quick because I know I know y'all don't like one like that. I know y'all don't like one like that, but we got to talk about this shit, dog. We need to talk about this for a couple different reasons, okay? Number one, let me, let me, first of all, I think every, yes, every fight on this card, with the exception of one, this fight right here was a knockout, and all of them were first round with the exception of the main event and the first two fights. Everything else was first round knockouts. Now, how the fuck 
for, I, I just want to say shout out to my man, Luke, man. Luke, he's American. He's from Iowa. Muay Thai is nasty. I've seen him fight in person many times. And um, let me tell y'all, dog. This is this might be fight of the year. Damn. Uh, Anonymous, I need to send you a link because you need to watch this. I truly believe that this is fight of the year. And I'm not just saying that because I know Luke. I'm saying this for real. Like, that was fight of the year. From beginning to end, like, they was banging. Last round, Luke damn near finished them. I don't care what nobody says. He almost finished them. But blood everywhere. They was throwing elbows crazy. Y'all, dog, I got to send you this link, son. You need to watch that. All right, I'm in. You got to watch that. Um, Who else was doing work? I'm trying to think about it. Oh, yeah, this dude, Nasty, from Algeria. He murked this. They was going back and forth. I think they both dropped each other. Oh, they got the they got the links on here. Okay. My man, he got dropped. I don't want to play the audio too much. And then he dropped him, and he got up again. So the people was complaining about how he got need because he need. Okay. He got need on his way down, right? In Muay Thai, that's something that you should be able to do. So I don't know why they why people are mad about it because I've seen so many people take knees to the face when they're falling on the floor in Muay Thai and it's legal, but I guess in one it's not legal. I don't know. And they're in Thailand. So that shit don't make sense to me, but whatever. Either way, this whole one card was nasty. If y'all got time, please go watch it. Also this guy, Edgar Tabaris, I don't ever want to see him again. He has lost all three of his fights in one via first round KO within one minute. I don't want to see him again. And he, he lost. And this is no huh? shade. This is no shade. I don't want to. I don't want to talk trash in no way. But also, the dude that he fought is seventeen years old. As a grown man, you should not be losing to seventeen year olds. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I, and I know that sounds like a crazy statement for me to make. And I will also add this to it. I don't think that I would ever. Until I'm until I get past the age of maybe 37, 38, I don't think I would ever lose to a 17-year-old. And once I you get past that age, then it's like, okay, they're younger, they're a little bit faster and shit like that. But nah, son. This dude is like 30 years Hell old. Nah. Uh, I thought you was gonna say like 50, 55. Nah. <laughs> 38. Hell nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. Come on, son. We talking about Muay Thai though. It's a little bit different. In MMA, it's a, it's different than than Muay Thai. Muay Thai, you can get away with doing that for longer. But in MMA, you can't. You can't get away with that. Well, this will be the last time we hear of Edgar, so. I hope so. No offense to him. I hope so. But get him out of here. Um this is something we're going to talk about, <laughs> but I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, I want to talk about this right now. So people basically we're trying to figure out who's, uh, who is Islam's next opponent. We're talking about Charles, obviously. And he's saying he's not interested in doing rematches. He wants to fight Justin Gaethje. How do you feel about this? Do you care about him fighting Charles again, or do you want to see him fight Justin Gaethje? No, I think last week I said it. We don't. I don't want to see rematches. 
The only yeah. reason why this Charles rematch made any sense was because of the type of injury and when it happened mm-hmm. and how it happened. It's the only reason why we're saying, or well, I'm saying, I give Charles, because he was already ready. He just got a free cut. Mm-hmm. So we're saying give that, but typically not nah, because first and foremost, bro, Islam dominated Charles. He's getting lucky just to even have a rematch. Yeah, because that first performance, there was there was no like, oh, they need a rematch behind it. They're just doing it just based off of Charles' legacy. Yeah, you know, because Islam dominated him. So I I agree with Islam. Like he shouldn't be interested in rematches. He just did one with the. Uh, What's his name? Volk. You know, he yep. was about to do one with Charles. Like, yep. that shit is, that gotta be boring. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think, I think that Charles should fight somebody else. I do kind of agree with you, though, in, in regards to the, to the Charles fight. Like, I kind of want to see it. But. What do you think I, is going to change now? <sighs> I mean, I think in any fight, right, in any rematch, there's going to be adjustments made, right? And and because Alex is the one who lost that fight, there's a lot more adjustments for him to make since he's been in there with him now. So I would like to see what adjustments are made. And normally, when when you have a finish like that and then there's a rematch, the fight usually goes to decision because both people are prepared because they've been in there with that person, right? So... That's the main reason why I would want to see it because I think it will be a longer fight this time and I would want to see what adjustments Charles made. However, if you told me that Justin Gaethje was going to fight instead of Charles, I would be more excited for Justin Gaethje than I would be for for uh, Charles. Okay. That's what I would want. But I know why a lot of people, huh? They could still make it happen. Because the Charles fight is not cemented. No one said they had a. No, it's not. It's not. It's not cemented at all. You're right. So it could happen for sure. Um, Let me uh, go back to this screen and then I'm going to put, let me put these two super chats up. One from Anthony. Thank you, Anthony, again, for your super chat. He says, we need live reactions to that fight. I think he's talking about the, the Luke fight from one we might record that and put it up on the on the patreon for y'all and then uh ryan super chat thank you brother much appreciated he says uh suny if you were in a position like kobe you get signed to the ufc was winning and doing well but for some reason no one cared and you were going to get cut would you switch your persona and start talking smack too this is a good question and I'm curious to see what you say about it, Anonymous, because I know how we have, you know, our discussions about being yourself and being real, et cetera. I would say this. I wouldn't say that I would switch my persona, but I would be more aggressive, if that makes sense. So, like, prime example, if I'm some, well, it depends, right? I think you could go two ways with it personally on one hand i could just train harder and start finishing motherfuckers and then talk shit on the mic afterwards in a good way you know what i mean or i could pull i don't want to say it's the kobe route because i don't feel like kobe is the right way to do it but i would say i would just be 
more assertive, more aggressive, right? Like calling more people out, talking more shit about certain things that's that I know is going to get me, you know, get people talking, right? But I'm not just going to start attacking niggas for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Or saying some of the wild shit that he says just for clicks. There's a difference between just, I'm going to tell you exactly who I would do it like. Dominic Cruz. That motherfucker shit talk is next level because he's not just talking shit. He's telling the truth. He's talking about, he's he's going deep. That motherfucker will talk about your coach. He'll talk about your training. He'll tell you all the reasons why you're not going to win the fight. Like, I love it. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't I wouldn't pull the Kobe route and start doing all this wild shit that he's doing. But I want to get your opinion, Anonymous, because I think that's a that's a good question. Uh would I personally change up how I act? No, that's me personally. But I definitely understand why someone would. Cause if you feel like you've done everything correctly and the company wants you to act outside of your character, you have that choice. Now if you mm-hmm. act outside of that character, you better remain that way. Because people are not going to see you any other way than the way you're acting. Mm-hmm. The problem with Kobe is not even that he was talking shit. It was that he created like an, a character image. Yeah. You know, wearing a Trump hat, doing all of this, uh, walking around with women, things that he wasn't doing originally. Right. That's an act. You know what I'm saying? Talking shit. If that's, talk, There's nothing wrong with talking shit. Yeah. And that's not where he failed. I think he failed when he tried to create an image mm-hmm. that's not him. You know, so to answer his question, I wouldn't personally do it, but I definitely understand why you would do it. Mm-hmm. Just be really good at it. That's the only thing I can really say. Because nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, if you really think about it, people who do that, it doesn't really work too well because the audience sees right through it. Colby, we know, know that he's playing a role. Because, I, I, yeah, it's weird, but everyone knows he's playing a character. But you know For what? The most part. I, I'm gonna be real with you. Even though I do think that a lot of people know that he's playing a character, I don't think that there's very many people that it, he, okay. So you know how he's playing the gimmick with the Trump hat and the and the the Trump hat and the cheap ass suits and the girls and the you know the persona of uh, what does he always say? Uh, nerds and virgins and shit like that. I feel like he's yeah. doing that to get that audience and they don't realize that it's a joke. They don't, they don't realize that he's playing a persona like the MM. I feel like the MMA community that actually understands MMA knows that he's playing and they, and they can kind of either a, they go along with it because it's funny and they think, you know, they think he's trolling or B they actually believe the things that he's doing and the things that he's saying because they're Trump supporters, because they're, you know, people that behave in the same way or they're very like pro America Right. And so if you are that person, that is your representation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they, they're going to do that because and they're going to fuck with him because of that. Or it's C, what, which I think what it really is, is that he, he's become what he created. You know, he created oh, that shit. image of a, of a shit talker and everything. And now he is who he created. You think you think he's actually turned into that guy now? Yeah, because that, you, you don't just become a shit talker. There's a lot of like studying shit, a lot of things that you ha- you would have to been going through in your life to be able to talk shit. Talking shit is not a gift everyone has, bro. And yeah. there's levels of talking shit, and you got to be consistent with it. His talking shit has improved. He does say you know a, quite a bit of one-liners. Yeah, he's corny a lot of the times, but Super he could corny. still talk shit. 
Yeah, but he could still talk shit. Nah, the so funny I think that's shit what he, he said now. to me was that joint with the uh with the reporter where he told the nigga do the do the push ups. <laughs> that shit was too yeah. funny. Yeah, but yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. And he was consistent with that too. Like I'm not this is not a character no more, bro, because I'm past it now. Yeah. I'm not joking no more. Nah, do the do the push ups or we can't talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, he just became what he is. Okay. Um what he corrected. Thank you for your question, Ryan. Pre- appreciate you. Yeah, big boy Ryan. <clears throat> um, we got a few more things I'm gonna throw up here. Richie asked MVP to PFL thoughts. I don't think that he actually went to PFL. I know he he was there for like an event, right? In the in Europe. I think that's what happened. That's what they saying. But let's let's think about this for a second. If you're MVP, if you're MVP, do you go to PFL or do you go to the UFC? You go, if I'm MVP, I'm going wherever the money is. Because he's at the back end of his career. He just came from a a bare-knuckle event. It tells me he's taking all the money that he could possibly can get. You know, in the UFC, he joins it. Yeah, everyone's excited. But you really think they're going to offer him a crazy bag against Kevin Holland? When he can make a million off of PFL, fighting Cedric, that's very true. You know? I forgot. That's why. That's why he was there. They were talking about Cedric. That's a. Oh my god. Yeah, I would, I would love to so see that. He'll make more money in the PFL, for sure. PFL for sure. is at the current stages of spending money. If I'm a fighter, I look into it because they are trying to get the names, brother. Yeah, so everybody's pretty much saying PFL, and Zol said the UFC would do him dirty, and they he's not wrong. They would. He's not wrong. Because look, what is he, 36 years old? They'll probably sign him to a three-, <laughs> four-year fight contract. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Richie said Dana's giving him 30, 60, 60. <laughs> Facts. Like, the most he'll probably make is like 200000 Yeah. I'm yeah well, you never know, PFL. right? Because think about it. Michael Chandler came over to the UFC – and he was making, I think he made like 260 his first fight. Yeah, but if he fight in PFL, he's going to make a mill. Easy. You think he's going to make a mill without the without the title? If he fights, if, I'm going off of if he's fighting Cedric. That's the only reason why that this conversation That's, even yeah, happened. But they, they can't pay him more money for one single fight or the, the same amount for one single fight than dudes that win the belt. Come on now. I'm telling you, this is not the same PFL, bro. They're backed with real money. They're going to do some crazy things now. They can play with some shit. Pause. I'm telling you. Okay. Now to the point that, think about it this way, right? Two years ago, this would have been a sure bet for the UFC. UFC gets MVP, no question. Yeah. Now there's now he's playing free agency the way you're supposed to be playing it. Don't just hop on UFC's dick just because it's UFC. Go market yourself. PFL wants to talk to you. Now, now there's a you know now there's a little battle. Yeah. You got a little bit of room of uh, negotiations. You got yeah. no negotiations in the UFC, brother. They're giving you Kevin Holland. That told me everything <laughs> I needed to know. They give you a journeyman and a, a, a quote unquote exciting journeyman as your intro to the UFC. You know? Yeah. So that's funny as hell. Um, 
Real quick, I wanted to put this up. Jacob Matthews said, I paused this and watched the Muay Thai fight this when he said, crazy fight. I don't know if it's better than Super Leg versus Rod Tang, though. Super Leg versus Rod Tang was a good fight. Um, I The reason why I, that fight kind of left me salty, though, is because I feel like they robbed, um, they robbed Super Leg. And that's the reason why I wasn't happy about it. If the decision would have been correct, then I think I would have went with it. But because it wasn't, I can't get down with that. Um, I think uh, Bro Sigma sixty nine got it right. He said the UFC is for notoriety and legacy. PFL is for the bag. But yeah, and I mean PFL is gonna be known as the bag now because they can spend it. Back then, yeah. no one was talking about no PFL as the bag. Shout out to Francis too for even having this conversation happen. That's true. I mean, we can't say shout out to Francis though because the PFL has been giving out that million dollars for a while now. But I think the spotlight came on it because of Francis recently. That, yeah, that's my whole point. Yeah. You got him to push it, and if I once again, if I'm a fighter, be smart. Just you go. What your bread. options now? Yeah, go you to, go the to the money. Bread. Yeah. Especially for MVP. unless you're like one you said, of the he's, he's 36 years old too. Like you might as well just go for the bag. <laughs> you know? What yeah. I'm saying? Like it's interesting in the sense of like a majority of people should go chase the bag. Then yeah. there's a handful of people that are allowed to chase legacy because money will come with that legacy. Right. Right. And those are the goats of the goats. Yeah. And the majority of these motherfuckers, they're never going to be on GOAT level. And I know it sounds harsh, but it's... Nah, that's not harsh at all. Certain people have the skill sets and the attributes, and some people don't. Exactly. Some people have that. As long as you know where you at. And also, even if if you do know where you at and you want to try, I don't think there's nothing wrong with trying either. But you got to do... You got to make the best decision for you. If if, If MVP came out and said, I'm going to PFL, I would never talk shit about that. Because I understand that him going to PFL was a money move. And at his age, given his skill set and what they would do to him at welterweight in the UFC, if imagine, forget about Kevin Holland. Let's say they give him Kevin Holland and they pay him 300000 What do you think? And he beats Kevin Holland. What do you think his next fight is going to be? They're going to give this nigga Shavkat. They're going to give this nigga <laughs> Gilbert Burns. They're going to give him the people, Colby Covington. They're going to give him people that are going to take him down and beat him up. They're not going to exactly. give him the fun striking fights so that they can get the entertainment value out of him. They're going to use him as an example as to what will happen to you if you are a fighter that comes from another organization into the UFC. That's what they're going to use him as an example as. I agree. And the only exception to that was Michael Chandler, mainly because he he has been a company man. And look what it's gotten him. He... He has a fight. He he might. I mean, the t- the fight's still on the table, but he might fight Connor. That's just how powerful Connor is. That he's he's iced him out. Connor Connor's gonna make money regardless. Chandler is like, where are you getting this bread at now? Yeah, you haven't been fighting. What the hell have you been doing? I mean, th- this is my thing though. Are you mad at Are you mad at Michael Chandler for waiting? This nigga's about to get the oh, most me, money he's ever seen in how, his life. How long life. has he been waiting now? He's, huh? How long has he been waiting? Has it been a year? Has it been two years? I think it's been a year, maybe. Well, no, hold on. They they signed that fight in, I think, like February of this year. So it'll be over a year by the time they fight. 
Okay. Because from what I remember, it started with the Ultimate Fighter in February, and then after the Ultimate Fighter, they were supposed to fight, but it got pushed back. Let me look it up real quick. But if I'm not mistaken, that it was around February. I'm not mad at Michael Chandler for making a business decision. But it's also not a positive look in the sense it's like, damn, brother, you could have fought two times and made a million. I know it's not what you wanted, but now you're just sitting out waiting for another man to tell you when and when you can fight. Maybe okay. that's what bothers me the most. No, that that would bother me too. But and this is the reason why I asked you because I feel like it's a it's a really shitty situation. And by the way, the release of uh, when the Ultimate Fighter happened was May thirtieth to August fifteenth of this year. But they filmed it before that. They filmed it in February, I think, or March in March. And nobody watched. Excuse that me. Shit, no, no, no. The they filmed it in February. That's what it was. They started filming and announced it in February. And they released it in May. Okay. And also, I want to put this on the screen just because I'm glad that somebody remembers. Felix says, Sunni, you were so right with everything you said about tough. For those who don't remember, and I made this, I made this clip. It's on the it's on the uh MMA Islander page right now and on my Instagram. I said, and I quote, they will not fight this year. I was like, they're not going to fight at the end of the season. And they're definitely not fighting this year. I never, th I didn't think, I said they weren't going to fight at all. But now I'm saying they're not going to fight till next year. But I knew that this was going to happen. Anybody with a brain can see that this fight was not going to happen. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and Connor got everybody, you know, hyped up on this shit. But, so this is my question to you, right? With the, with the UFC allowing him to wait if you were michael chandler you anonymous if you were michael chandler would you wait for that fight with connor where you know that you're guaranteed to make the most money you've ever made in any of your fights your entire career this is the most money you're ever going to make at a minimum he's probably making 1.5 million at a minimum so you mean to tell me all that waiting and the minimum I'm getting 1.5 to fight? Minimum 1.5, but you got to wait a year and a half to fight. Nah, I'm not waiting. You're I'll not just fight wait. three times. I'll just fight three times in a year and make that 1.5. But you got to think about what else comes with that, right? Real quick. And I'm not saying that, you know, what you're saying is wrong. I'm just asking. Let's just say that Let's just say that if you beat Conor McGregor, your star, his star power is already pretty high, right? Let's just say that his star power goes up even higher. As we know what happened with Dustin, what happened with, with, uh, with Khabib, everybody's star power jumps up. My man Dustin Poirier got a, got a hot sauce company. My man, you know what I'm saying? Michael Chandler yeah. might be trying to get his company off the ground. He knows the moment that he gets to fight Conor McGregor is the most money he's going to make. It's also going to be the most eyes on him. He might launch a business. He might That's going to set him up and his family for generational wealth. He's going to be good for the rest of his life and the rest of his family's life. If that's yeah. if that is the vision you have in your mind, and you know for sure that you're gonna beat Conor McGregor, do you do it? Yeah. 
Not, I mean, because everything you just told me is one man controls my future, and I don't like that. Everything you just said, he does this for my family, generational wealth, and this, that. One man does all of that for me. I, I I get it, trust me, I definitely understand, but that just rubs me the wrong way. That's how I would look at it if I was a fighter. Mm-hmm. I create my own. I'm in a position, hey, if I was a fighter, I'm just thinking fantasy world, I'm not going to, I'm going to be nasty as hell. That's what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So in that whole process of me being nasty, I'm creating my own generational wealth. I'm yeah. being my own self. The minute that I am waiting on another man, because he's the quote-unquote most marketable, I mm-hmm. did something wrong. Michael Chandler has his fan base, but it's not going to grow any more than what it is. Yeah, There's certain people, I can't explain it, but there are certain people that um, they've reached their peak. I believe Michael Chandler is one of the. Even if he fights uh, Connor and he knocks him out, he's not going to be more popular than what he is. I can't I explain so. what I'm Come trying on, to say. Come I, don't, on, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't so? think so. Nah, D- Dustin Poirier because there were people who actually liked him, actually. Because Dustin there's Poirier, people, there's cool people that dude. like Michael Chandler. You don't think there's people that like Michael Chandler? There, if you do like Michael Chandler, is because you're a robot. You know, you're like perfect. You, <laughs> you're you, a you, robot. Know, you're, <laughs> you, you you have a robot, no personality. Though. You know, you just you like you like the the the, the square. You know, you like or, the guy or, who wakes or, up. Or you just have a white savior complex and you like the fact that he has two black children. Maybe that's what it is, too. I don't know. I mean, it could be a a plethora of things. But when I think of Michael Chandler, yeah, he's an exciting fighter for two rounds max. Right. But then when he talks, yeah, he might he might have had like a great like WWE call out for when he wanted to fight whoever he wanted to fight. But that's the most I want to see from them. You know, that I want to hear from them. So. You waited a year, brother, and you and it's not even guaranteed that you're gonna get Connor because Connor controls everything clearly. I know. So if Connor says, "I like, don't want to fight him," exactly. Nah, so, but you know what I though? I don't think the UFC would allow that. You think the UFC would let him do that? Yes. yes. Look where it's gotten everything. Connor McGregor threw. He actually threw a big ass thing at a bus and destroyed it. A felony, nigga. They swept that shit so fast under the rug, and he still got the fight. Come on, brother! And he did this in New York, and he still yeah. got away with the like. There's a lot of things that Conor can't do because the UFC is not dumb. They he he single handedly made it cool for a generation of people. Yeah, that's funny. So that's my thought process on it. Okay, so I ain't waiting no year. Fuck that. Now, if you would have said like 15, 20 million guaranteed. I mean, who knows? Right. We don't know. We don't know how much money it is. I'm just saying, you know, based on what, yeah, yeah. you know. 15, I mean, 20, Nate Diaz I would, made nah, how much money off of that it. when he fought Connor? I think he made like 4 million. Ooh. And then the second time he made like 5 or 6 million. So if they throwing around those numbers, I, I was just giving him a low number because, you know, minimum. But yeah. But- yeah, yeah. Then the guy go back to the pocket watching. Yeah, yeah. But I'm standing on what I said. I not one man controlling my destiny is. I mean, we're already getting fucked by the Matrix, right? So I don't like another person controlling me. Nah, I'm cool. Hey, man. Everybody in the comments is saying you need to rethink this, dog. Tariq said one fight with Connor makes you an instant millionaire. Let me ask you. Yeah, can I, I ask you? I'm I, ask you we're speaking question. hypothetically right now, right? 
But no, I'm saying of for he wins or loses, he he he's gonna be an instant millionaire. But can I ask you another yeah, question? Go I want to ask you another question. Let's say that today you knew that if you waited a year and a half and continued to be on this YouTube channel, that you would become a millionaire. You knew that. Would you stay on the YouTube channel <laughs> knowing that you could get a million dollars in a year and a half? Or would you say, nah, I feel like I could do this doing something else. I could get a million dollars doing something else. So I'm going to just go try to do something else. Would you do that? I I, I couldn't even say that's an, uh, a nice comparison or a nice analogy because it's not. Because you're, when you're a fighter mm. and if fighting all, all depends on how good you are and how you're able to market yourself. Mm -hmm. So once again, I'm thinking in my head, if I'm at Michael Chandler's level, which he does have a little, he has a clout or whatever. He, his main goal is to make money for himself. And his the only way he can make money is by his skills in fighting. And mm -hmm. all I'm saying is if you're super nasty, you could continue fighting more and he gets to dictate his money. And he mm -hmm. can still be a millionaire in a year if he just fight two, three times. But so again, that's, that's my assuming, hope. That's assuming that he wins those fights. Regardless of whether he wins or loses with Connor, it's a mill. Now, if he fights somebody else, I don't know who else is in that division, but maybe like a Gamrot yeah. or or uh, what's the other what's the other dude that just fought Armand? One of them, he might get three hundred, four hundred thousand. Now, if he loses, he's fucked up in the game. This is I. Right, so the truth is, bro, and I see why these people are like really pressed to fight Connor is because they think he's sweet. It's oh, the yeah. easiest type of bag 100%. that they possibly can get. So for <laughs> that purpose, if I'm to sit back and think about it, you all might be correct. You know, I'm like, dang, less of a challenge. I sit back for a year and a half, and this this might be the easiest the most work money for you me. make. Because I'm going to actually wrestle this time. I'm not going to strike with somebody who that's all he does is strike. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how exciting you get. All you got to do is beat him so you don't get that extra change. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess. You know, but I don't know. I was just never excited about Mike. I was excited about Michael Chandler for maybe about ten seconds. When he first did, when he first did the call out. Yeah, like the call out and how his style was. Then I realized like he's a one round person, you know, and mm -hmm. he's a lap dog, and he's going he's going to try to put on exciting fights. And when I hear things like that, I don't like it. Agreed. And and this comment from Big Nate 21 reminds me, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this topic because we, we've been on it for a little while, but the UFC, Big Nate said the UFC is pimping out Connor. I remember. That's beautifully said, Nate. It is. And you know why it's beautifully said? Because Khabib said it first. Khabib said this in an interview that he did with ESPN. I remember this. I remember this interview very well. And I remember the statement that he made very, very well. Because that shit shook me, son. Khabib said in that interview with Brent Akimoto for ESPN, Brent asked him, uh, you know, what he thought about Conor McGregor and shit like that. And Khabib said, I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for him because the UFC is going to make sure that they extract every single dollar they can from him and it's going to come at his expense. Mm. Khabib said that almost two years ago. 
And if y'all don't believe me, please, that interview was is amazing. Please go watch that interview with uh, Khabib and Brent Akamoto on ESPN. But he said that in that interview. If you think they're not going to get their money from you, you are sadly mistaken. If you are a cash cow like that, they will extract as much money from you as possible. That's why they wanted Khabib to come back so bad. And they was willing to pay him $30 million because they knew they was going to make $100 million. Maybe even more with the sponsors and all that shit that they would make too. Come on, dog. Khabib was, Khabib was easily bringing them probably $200 million. And maybe that's why Connor feels like he's getting pimped and that's why he's going crazy. Well, yeah. They, to, to, not that, the only, feeling of being pimped, bro, hell nah. So you talking about from, from Connor's perspective? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, because at the end of the day, number one, they're stopping. He's, he claims, I don't know how true this is, but I do believe him. He claims that he's been ready to fight. He's want, he wants to fight now. So yeah. you have Connor begging, literally begging the UFC to book him a fight. And they're not booking him because they want to save him for a bigger event. Where they know they can make some money off of him. Yeah. It's sounds fucked up. Like pimping, right? It sounds was, like pimping to me. That was a great example. UFC sounds pimping. like pimping to me. Oh, well. That's just fault. Yeah, this is exactly what I just said. Zol said, yeah, I don't think it's Connor waiting. I think it's the UFC waiting for the right event to sell him. Yep, I agree. And they, they're just waiting until they can get find out where it's going to be slow and then throw him in there. But right now they got some good fights coming up so they could get away with that. Um, all right. So let's talk about this since we are, since we here, I know this is what most of the people came here for given the, the, the thumbnail. We got a card this weekend. We're finally at, UFC, what is this? Two two ninety six, fight week. The press conference is this week, I think, right? Yeah, that's how they usually do it. And so now we have this situation here. We, I've already discussed this in length, so I don't really need to get into it. All the reasons why I don't think Kobe Covington deserved this title shot to begin with. But I do want to talk about my my predictions for this fight. Okay. And, you know, the last few times we've discussed this on the podcast, I've kind of gone back and forth because y'all be making me feel nervous about Leon Edwards and and Kobe Covington and his fighting style and the cardio and this and that, right? But now that I think about it, and I've really sat down and thought about it today before, before the podcast. I sat for like an hour and just like really thought about it, researched, and I came to the conclusion that Leon Edwards should wash this dude. Leon Edwards, based on what we've seen him do with Usman, with with Bilal, with all these other guys that he's fought, Leon Edwards should wash Kobe Covington. Kobe is older than him. Kobe doesn't have enough power in his striking. Yes, he has the cardio, but I think with the fights that Leon had with uh with Usman, he's upped his cardio too. And so to me, 
again, I know it's, it's, it's not popular opinion, which is fine, but I think that Leon, I think that Leon beats him and I think he beats him bad. Like either it's going to be a five round ass whooping or he's going to get a, a, a TKO. I don't know about a clean knockout, like how he got on Usman, but I do believe that he can win a decision and I do believe that he could TKO him. Okay. What is, what is your what is your prediction for this fight? All right. Um so going through the card, this is my uh upset pick of, of the card. Meaning you and think Kobe's going to win. Yeah, Kobe's going to win. Mm. It goes it goes only two ways, right? It's either it's, it's actually the opposite of what you said in the sense of it's either Edwards KOs Kobe or Kobe's going to win by unanimous decision. Then only reason why I'm saying that is because yeah, Leon Edwards um aesthetically he looks great. You know, he's technically probably the best striker. You know, his his takedown defense and everything has improved, right? And honestly, Sunni, it's just too many positive shit that that's going for him that I don't like. <laughs> Like this, is just me being. <laughs> what you mean? Pessimistic. Going, for, going for Kobe or it, going for Leon? For Leon, it's too much positive shit. Did you see how he <laughs> looks? It, it's too much positive too much. shit. Go ahead. I want to hear what you mean by that. Tell me. No, nah, I'm just saying it. it's too many, too many positives. Like how he dominated Kamara the second fight. How he beat Kamara the first fight. How he's been looking in training camp. How he looks in previous fights. How technical he is, and all of this shit. It's just too many positives. When I think about Kobe, I'm literally uncertain about him, and that's what I like. He he gives me that feeling like it's unknown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't I don't make know. no sense right now, bro. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to explain it, bro. But like he gives me like an unknown feeling. Like I don't know what he's capable of, brother. We know, I know exactly he's what Kobe Covington is capable of. He nah, shows what bro. he's capable of it, every fight that he's had. He has the same, nah. <laughs> has the same nah, fighting brother. style that he's had I, all this time. I don't think so. Come on, dog. So. What? He didn't look terrible against Jorge. That was his last fight. He he did look terrible. That shit was horrible. No, he did not. He did not look terrible against Jorge, brother. Hey, dog, you, and <laughs> I'll say this. The one biggest thing that Kobe has is pressure. Leon yeah, Edwards the, doesn't no, 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 do but well I'm with you, being no, pressure. No, 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 no. And, and we if there's know one that person that knows how to fucking deal with round, pressure, nah. it's Leon motherfucking Edwards. I'm trying to tell you right now, bro. There's a lot of people that will break under that pressure. All right. Leon, Usman is damn near one of the craziest pressure fighters in that weight class. He puts pressure more than Kobe does. Yeah, but there's two different types of pressures. I'm not not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying to you is this. He dealt with it in the first fight and got a knockout, and he dealt with it in the second fight and dominated, right? Yeah, word. In previous fights with Leon Edwards, how he's dealt with pressure... Is yo, I this is a model for me, bro. I studied, I studied fights of his to learn how to deal with pressure. The fight that he had with yeah. Rafael Dos Anjos is one of the most masterful performances I've ever seen in my life, bro. When it comes to dealing with pressure, dog, RDA kept walking him down and he just kept getting turned, getting elbowed, getting clinched, getting pushed off, and pieced the fuck up. 
So, okay. yes, am I saying that that uh, uh, Kobe Covington is a better fighter than RDA? Yes. Am I saying, though, that Leon Edwards could do the same thing to him? Absolutely. He could do the same thing to him, bro. I'm not saying he can't. That was never the argument. If it, look, in the perfect world, Leon Edwards is going to be Kobe, but there's something that I'm feeling. That's all I have to say. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound real. Sounds like hocus pocus, but Tana, exactly. No, no. Sunday's perfect. He's he's <laughs> that I do feel that way. I feel like he's too goddamn happy, and I feel like he's overlooking Kobe, brother. He's already talked about his future more than he's ever talked about anything. I now now hold on. Bro, Bro Sigma says that's Cap Sunny. Leon was drowning, huffing and puffing in Usman fight one. He caught lightning in a bottle. That won't happen again. But it did happen again in the second fight, and he dominated him. So what are we talking about? Like, look now. Now we got another thing. Strickland wasn't supposed to be Izzy. Sunny got blinders on. I came here and I told y'all that Strickland wasn't supposed to be Izzy. However, however. What I when I came in here, I told y'all I did not expect that. But I'm gonna say this: if Kobe wins, I'm not saying that I would not expect him to win. What I'm saying is, in my mind, it just doesn't make sense stylistically for him to, for for Kobe Covington to win. I just can't see how he's gonna win. You tell him he's gonna wrestle fuck Leon Edwards. I can't see it, bro. If Usman couldn't do it to him, I can't see it. I can't see it. Okay. I just can't see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping, but I, I can't see it. I can't nah, see it. You, hey, listen, you're not tripping because most people think are, are thinking the same way. And that is why I got to go against the grain. Hell nah. And you know what I the funny thing been. is? Right now, what you're doing, I did that with Robert Whitaker and Duplessis, right? Because I remember everybody was saying that Robert Whitaker was going to whoop his ass. And I was like, the fact that everybody's saying this... I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Duplessis to win this fight, and and that was just me just being funny, just talking shit, and the motherfucker beat the shit out of Robert Whitaker. So, it's, man, I'm hoping. Now nah, this is, is not truly the case. a feeling I have, though. I truly have a feeling. Leon I'm not. I, I believe fight. you. I believe you. I know the feeling that you're talking about. I've had it in the past. All I'm saying is, I'm praying. I am. I need. I need. <laughs> Leon Edwards to win this fight. I need him to win this fight. For the culture, he got to win this fight. He's going to do it for Mandom, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll definitely see. I just know Kobe wins. Turn off the internet. Hey, are, are we doing a live stream for that? I think we should do a live stream for that. We'll talk about it. You know, these live streams, we're not, we're not, uh, on the same time and shit, you know, it gets a little, cause you want to be Mr. Screw the government and all of that. So. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. There you, there you go. Um, so we might do that. We'll see. Um, this Coleman event, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like it's an exciting fight, but I care more about, I care more about the Leon. I mean, maybe it's just because, you know, because it is what it is, but I care more about the Leon and Kobe fight. But this is going to be a good fight. And if I'm being real with y'all, I know Pantoja's that guy. I do. And I know he beat, uh, I know he beat, what the fuck is his name? Brandon Moreno. I'm going with Brandon, y'all. 
I know that's a crazy statement, and I'm sure a lot of people ain't going to agree with that, but I'm going with Brandon. Let me see what the odds say. They got the odds on here? Yeah, he's the underdog. So, yeah, I'm going with... I don't know why. I just feel like Brandon's going to catch him because, you know, his cardio is crazy. He never stops moving. He's always attacking. His grappling's on point. His striking's on point. I, I don't know. I'm going to just go Brandon on this one. I'm going to go Brandon on this one. Okay. What you think? Yeah, my my opinions shouldn't really matter too much on this one, but I'm just going to go with Pantosi. <laughs> Why you say your opinions shouldn't matter? Because I'm not going to I can't sit here and act like I've been watching Brandon's fights or, you know, anything like that. So, I would literally have to do all my homework before this fight comes up. Okay. Okay. To make an actual opinion about it. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Before we move on, I got a super chat from Flacco. Thank you for your super chat, brother. I appreciate you. He says, when is the next time you getting in the cage, Sunny? That's a great question. I'm hoping for this uh, Cage Warriors card in February. I just saw they announced that lot over the weekend. So I would like to get on that Sunny, if possible. Do, do niggas know how many times fighters have like turned down to fight you? Uh, yeah, I don't Over talk about years. it too much, but yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, chat. Like I, I've seen it firsthand. Like at, for every, if there's three fights that he gets offered, two of them turn it down, and the third yeah. one somehow it just magically disappears, bro. I think Sunni's probably got the worst luck when it comes to people not wanting to fight. Yeah, it happens. You know, I mean. The story. I, I understand why though. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a tall, tall dude for the weight class. My striking's good. Now they see that my grappling's good and my takedown defense is good from the last fight. I I, I wouldn't want I, I know that people would not want to fight me either. So it's fine. If you're trying to move up, it's not I'm not the person you want to fight. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's a dangerous game though, but um there was something. Oh, uh, yeah. Box, boxing MMA. That's why I said that Cage Warriors is this Friday. It is. And I'm excited to watch this fight, um, this card, because two people that I know are fighting. And I'm going, we're going to talk about it after. But, yeah. Look at this guy. I'm a tall black man. Matter of fact, you know what's funny? I want to talk about something real quick. The last time, there was a time where someone... And I think he stopped listening to the podcast after it happened because he was so embarrassed. There was somebody on the on the podcast. I forget his name. It, it was a dude from um from what was it uh, from Upgrade Sansan. That's his name, Sansan from Upgrade Management. Sansan came in on the podcast. He was in the chat asking, "Hey man." Uh, you know, I got somebody I think will be a great fight for you. Blah, 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 blah. Now, normally when stuff like that happens, I don't, you know, I don't really say nothing. But the fact that he was on the podcast, watching the podcast and everything, commenting, you know, chopping it up with us, I was like, all right, you know, fine. I'll, I'll see what he's talking about. He DM'd uh, Courtney. He, DM he DM'd the podcast page and he DM'd me. He was really trying to get this done, right? So I was like, all right. I accept the fight. A lot of people that's that's been here, they know about this. I accept the fight for um, this promotion up here in LA called Up Next. Right, the guy is from LA. Also, he trains up north, and, and we were going we were going to take this fight. 
I took the fight. I signed it. Did all the promo that I needed to do. Did all my training. The week of the motherfucking fight, the promoter messages me and says, I know you're going to hate me. I've been talking to your manager for the last 24 hours. We're trying to find you another fight, but your opponent pulled out. That's the Monday. We're supposed to be fighting on Friday, on Monday. Mm. On Monday, brother. They called me to tell me he pulled out. And then, this is the funniest part. I know you remember this, Anonymous, because I sent it to you. Then, the motherfucker got caught on the internet two weeks later trying to street fight some kid chasing him up and down the block. You remember that shit, bro? Mm-hmm. I was just about to say it, too. Dog. He beat up a skater kid. Hey, and hey, Quillian said that's nasty work. It is. It is, bruh. Two weeks. So this was basically one fight, one week removed from the fight. Because this happened. He pulled out of the fight on Monday. So that whole fight week passes. Then the following week, that next weekend, I see a video with him chasing some random fucking kid all over the streets. And you know what the craziest part? And then on his social, right? It had his undefeated record or whatever he was yeah. on his bio. Yeah, I think he was he was three and zero. And basically, what I'm trying to say is perception is reality. Like, you didn't know who he was. You would look at the number three and zero professional fighter. You might be like, okay, that's what's up. Up and coming. Come to find out, he's ducked seven plus fights. You know, which is annoying as hell. But <laughs> hey, Tariq is right though. <laughs> Soon he was mad as fuck. He said, "Don't talk to me." You pulled out. That's true. Sansan, Sansan came in the next podcast and tried to talk. I was like, "Nah, don't talk to me." You, you fucking pulled out. Don't talk to me. Your man's pulled out, and you didn't even, you didn't even have the decency to message me and apologize. Come on, dog. I still love you, Sansan. Wherever you at in this world, I know you ain't watching the podcast no more because you, you, you probably a, a, a Courtney supporter, but you know. I still love you, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, Quillian, that's that's exactly right. A lot of fighters do that, but you know, it is what it is. Anyways, let's 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 skip over that story time. And I we'll... think I right, lastly what I think you need to do, Sunni. What? Is to become a training partner. Charge all these fuckers so much money to use your height and length, you know, to be a training partner. Yeah. But but in order to do that, you still need you need a body of work so that people can see it. So I need to be fighting more. Nigga, just be on some anime shit. Pull up to all of these gyms. Oh, I've already done that. The, the, Niggas the know top that. Of the top. I've already done that. Niggas already know. I'm on I mean, my look, Pokemon shit. I need the, the badges of all you gym leaders now. The 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 MMA community already knows. That's all I'm gonna say. I've been to a lot of different gyms in Southern California. And people know. And if they don't know, if anybody and if anybody's watching this and they feel like, oh, I don't know, Black House, MMA, come find out. I, I, do you know, know. Uh, uh, I do know a white dude beat the shit out of you, but once again, we're going to leave that alone. Who are we talking about? You talking about that old-ass amateur fight? What are we talking about? Nah, you, you know who I'm talking about. You scared to say his name off camera, on camera, about? in your dreams. You know who I'm talking about. I don't. Who are you talking about? But now you trying to avoid it. You know who I'm talking about. The only white man that put fear in your heart. Huh? 
The only white man to put a put fear in your heart. Who are you talking about, bro? Okay. Do I got to start with the first letter? Yeah, start with the first letter. J. J. Who the f- J. J. I don't know who you're talking about, bro. Okay. Uh, then if you really don't know who I'm talking about, then this, I'm going to This is a, uh, somebody I fought? Somebody that was about to beat you up. Nigga said pull up. And you were scared as shit to pull up. Don't get me, don't get me excited, man. No, I know I'm who you're talking about. Stop, man. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? He already got his ass beat. So I, you, I don't say his name, but he already got his ass beat. I ain't so saying his name. He knows too, though. So that's funny. He's not in the UFC no more, though. So I don't care. Right. <laughs> oh man. Um, let me put this super chat up from Ryan. Ryan says, Sooner, you don't got to say who, but have you ever idolized the fighter and thought he was amazing and then sparred him and beat the brakes off him? Nope, because the only people that I've quote-unquote idolized was Anderson Silva and uh, GSP. I've never sparred with GSP, but I have sparred with Anderson Silva, and my life flashed before my eyes at least 50 times during both of those sparring sessions. So <laughs> I will say that, no, I, I don't think that I, that I ever... Uh, beat the brakes off of anybody that I that I, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I remember. I sparred Leoto Machida. That was a long time ago. I had a hard time with him, so I definitely didn't beat the brakes off of him. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I wouldn't say I quote unquote idolized him though. Nah, nah, nobody. So when you when you spar with the legends, you go soft on them but when you spar with your friends you have them throwing up in the cages you see what kind of this, man you see you? this guy you see this what guy what kind of man are you you take all you your anger out guy. on your friends you see but when this you got guy. legends right in front of you you don't you hold back punches you okay. know why first of all there's, there's 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 two things to say to that number one how dare you bring that up <laughs> but number two terrible, terrible man no 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 but number two this is a this is a training environment right Anderson Silva never said I could beat your ass. Anderson Silva never walked up to me and said I will I will fuck you up. I'm bigger than you. I will beat your ass. It's a this is a respectful sparring session. This is a respectful engagement. The person you talking about was thought that they could beat my ass. They verbally said you're too small. I will beat your ass. Okay. So, I don't remember that part, but hey, man, the I, the I, the video is up, so I <laughs> we can go look at it if you want to. <laughs> um, E. Will said, "What about sparring Anderson?" Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was good. That was good. I enjoyed that. I wasn't going balls out. He wasn't going balls out. We was just, you know, what I'm saying, just touching and moving around. You know, what I'm saying, throwing some light kicks, grapple a little bit. It wasn't nothing crazy. Okay. So you got starstruck, huh? You a fanboy? Uh, yeah, I think that was. I think I think I was. That that was probably the first time that I was because I saw him in person. Like this is somebody I watched front kick niggas on TV, and then I see him in person. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Imagine that's like if you saw John Jones in person, you wouldn't be like, "Damn, that's crazy." It's John Jones. You wouldn't do that. Nope. You a liar, bro. Stop it. You're a liar, bro. You so bad. You, I'm you trying to tell you. You know who you sound like right I now? I like, like fighters, like but I don't. 
Son, I like I like what I like, but I never idolize. I that's not it idolizing. Only... It's seeing someone that you've seen on TV a thousand times. They've done things that you've copied and emulated, and you're seeing them in front of your face. Maybe it's because you don't fight. I think if you fought and you actually did that, or you did another, like if you were actually serious about another sport. Perfect example. If you met Kobe Bryant, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. If you saw him, you wouldn't be like, "Oh shit, that's fucking Kobe." Or you would just be like, "Oh yeah, that's Kobe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would have that thought process like, "Oh damn, that's Kobe," but I'm not finna do nothing extra. I'm not be like, "Hey, run to this man and let me get an autograph." Hey, can I take a picture with you? Nah, I you know appreciate the moment and keep it moving. That's all. But I understand that whole. Oh, you know. Oh, damn. That's who that person I would, is. I wouldn't that's ask for a picture, but I would go and say, "What's up?" Yeah, yeah not nah, in respect to you. I'm not saying what's up just because whether it be you, a fighter. Yo, or you sound like celebrity. You know, what you sound like right now. You sound like um Riley Freeman from the Boondocks when uh when uh what's the nigga's name? Gangstalicious came into their neighborhood he was like i ain't dick riding or nothing though but your music is hard though but i know i know i ain't no nut hugger or nothing like nigga that's what you sound like bro nah <laughs> i mean i guess but i ain't no dick rider or nothing but you, you it's you, not you on one purpose the, you my favorite basketball player but i ain't no dick rider or nothing you know what i'm saying you funny as hell it's not dick bro that's not that's not weird that's not. It's not weird. Who said it was weird? But Whoever you said it, it was seem weird. Like it's weird just to say what's See, up to hey, somebody that Sunni, you watch. Don't, don't. What I don't need you to do is say that I don't make nothing seem. I'm just telling you how I perceive my world. Now, how you perceive it, that's what makes everything so once again beautiful. We're all different. My perception. I don't have that energy. I met my. I met my one person, who I like. Damn, if I really saw this person, I would go crazy. I saw that person. And it was all love. Like I was like, "Damn, I made it!" Like I, I'm in the same building as this individual. But did you? But did you say what's up to them? Nah, I ain't say what's up. Cause son, most of the time, like I'm gonna say what's up if I meet you in in, in casual, organic passing. What I'm not gonna do is you telling me there's a line for another human being. Who said that? No, 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 no. That's not what no, I'm, I'm saying. My mind. To, no, no, I'm no, saying, that's not no, what I had I'm, in my no, mind. I'm speaking about celebrities in general now. I'm not even talking about like of a fighter. Like if, typically, if you want to get an autograph or something like that, it's not it's nine times out of ten. If you're not catching them in passing, it has to be an organized event. So let me. If ask I'm you not this. catching you passing, I'm not saying I'm not so, saying anything. That's, say, that's what I was talking about, right? Like Anderson, we were in the same gym together. He was at Black House, right? So I went to Black House. Yeah. He was there. I say, "What's up to him?" If you if you saw Kobe in the airport. You was, you was flying somewhere. You saw Kobe in the airport. You wouldn't say what's up to him? Even so though he you should know me by now. But no, if he was. It, would, it would have to, we would have to lock eyes or type shit. It would have to be somewhere where it's organic. I'm not, it's not a pride thing. It's not nothing else more than, I'm just not comfortable. What do I look like going up that's to you fair. like, hey, what's up, Kobe? You, you my favorite player of all time. Like, you that's some eternal shit for me. I, exactly, because I don't that, know. Though. That's what I'm trying to tell you, brother. I don't, I don't, there's highs and highs and lows and lows of me. I don't know how to. You don't got no in between? Because if I'm going to meet up my favorite person, I'm like, hey, what's up, brother? You know, I'm going to go 100 miles per hour. And they don't know how to just, you don't know how to just walk up and be like, man, I've been watching you for a long time. Respect, dab them up and keep it pushing. Yeah, nah, I don't. So that's why I, nah, I just say, fuck it. I'm not even going to do it. Because I know if I meet you, you know what I'm saying? I might be too 
quote unquote real for you, you know? Some some stupid shit. Okay. So yeah, that's how I look at it. Okay. Alright. Let's finish out this 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 fight card. So we got Shavkat and Steven Thompson. I'm a little I'm a little nervous about this one. And I don't it's not and I'm not saying that I'm nervous because I want one person to win over the other. Hold on, I gotta put this up on the screen because this is funny as fuck. Johnny Bandana says Anonymous just wants some consent first. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you you're absolutely right. <laughs> give me the consent. Imagine, you know, I can only imagine. I don't want to get too off topic, but imagine being a quote unquote a celebrity. Yeah. You can't even do the normal things in life. You can't go out to eat. Nah, imagine facts. all the times you that's eat. Facts. And yeah. people come up to you trying to get an autograph with your when you're with your family. Like it's just too this is why I like anonymous. Cause whether this channel was thirty five hundred or three hundred and fifty thousand or three three hundred and fifty million, I'm anonymous. I never wanted the fame. This is my this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I can yeah. only imagine if I was a celebrity and people were coming up to me. I, I don't want that energy met with me, so I don't wouldn't do it to them. That's fair. <clears throat> Oh no, that's funny. <laughs> Diego said AA want to be romantic with the eye contact. That's funny as hell. Hey, listen, you know, and those are the same niggas that probably run up to their favorite person screaming, I've loved you more than my father. Screaming, I love you more than my mother. How you idolize? It's like, nah, let me stop because I was about to go on the tag. It's cool. <laughs> Tanner Man said, You see Kobe at the courts and just ignore him. That's funny as hell. All right. So. Shavkat versus Steven Thompson. Yep. I kind of want to say <clears throat> that Shavkat is going to win this fight. Shavkat should win this fight. But it's very possible that Wonderboy could win if they keep it striking. And based on what we've seen from Shavkat's grappling and the fact that he has Gilbert Burns training with him at Killcliffe, who already had a successful game plan against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Something tells me that if you want to win, Shavkat is going to take him down and, and grapple him up. He might even submit him. If if I'm him, I hope he gets a finish to keep his 17 fight finish streak, you know, intact, but we'll see. Yeah, if Shavkat um, just follows the game plan, he should win. Right, everything mm -hmm. should go his way. If he decides but, to strike, then it could be it could be bad for him. And that's my problem because against Jeff Neal, when they had like um, certain exchanges, his head never goes down. Like he mm -hmm. leads with his head, you know. And then that aggressive, I'm young, I don't care, I'm gonna stand with you. Stephen Thompson is not that person you want to do it with, because mm -hmm. you might be able to eat a punch, but you're not gonna eat a kick to the fucking head. Nope. All right. So ask Kevin Holland. He knows. And Kevin Holland also tried to go for a takedown after getting beat the fuck up, but we gonna leave. But that then let him up after. immediately after. Yeah, but you see how his primal instinct was to grab and hold the. <laughs> so Shavkat, if you follow the game plan, you should win. Um, and I have Shavkat winning. Okay, would you be surprised if Wonderboy won though? No, I wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised. If something happened, nah, because. I told you, I think he's the best striker in all of mixed martial arts. Wonderboy. Yeah. Interesting. 
In my, okay. In my opinion, if not top, he's top three best strikers. In my opinion. Okay. I I could I could agree with with top five. I would have to think about it, but yeah, I could agree with that. Because he has um, too much and, tools with those legs, bro. Yeah. And then uh, Tariq asked, if Wonderboy wins, does he get a title shot? <clears throat> if he gets a title shot after beating Shavkat, I would say that's fucked up because Bilal has literally beat everyone. Bilal beat everybody. So if Bilal is not going to get the title shot, that's pretty fucked up. Um, I think it should be Bilal first and then Steven, if if for some reason, you know, but I... Bro, it's going to be Bilal, no question, because he's he's the backup fight. For oh, the I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I forgot that I had this up here. So do you so think that just active. because he's the backup fight for this, that means that he's next in line for the title? Yeah, he should be. He's the active fighter. Okay. He's he's tell he's telling me right now that he could fight for a championship belt. Okay. Y'all see people keep saying Bilal is boring. I think y'all just He is. He yeah, is, I, but you, you can't have those type of opinions. Some sometimes you have to put those type of opinions away. I don't I don't know if side. I agree. I don't know if I agree with that. I know that people don't like him, but I don't think that he's boring. He's just not. I'll tell you what it is. People are so used to people being showmen and motherfuckers like being out here talking and running their mouth and saying all kind of crazy shit. And then they see somebody like Bilal who's not talking a bunch of shit and who just wants to fight and has beat everybody they put in front of him. Kind of like what Leon did. Leon wasn't running around here talking shit. He was just beating everybody they put in front of him until he eventually got a title shot. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that it's that people think he's boring. It's that when you got every other fighter screaming from the mountaintops, talking shit and, and, and you know, marketing themselves and saying all this wild shit, that it, it kind of makes him look like, why are you not talking more? Why are you not saying more? Which is funny. Because then you got niggas like Shavkat who who can I mean he can speak English but who doesn't really say anything but everybody knows that he's good. That's because I think the few times Bilal has tried to talk, he was just corny as hell. Yeah, the shit that he says is not it's not cool. And but again, I can say that and also say that he's not boring. Like when he gets on the mic, he doesn't utilize his mic time correctly. He doesn't say the right things. I can I can admit that, but. Are we gonna sit here and act like he doesn't deserve a title shot? No, nah, he does. He he, a hundred percent. Yeah. So you don't get the the minute people start picking and choosing fighters because who they think is boring or what, I guess that's a dangerous sport to play. Yeah, for because sure. Because then by that status, most people would say Habib was boring as hell if you didn't know anything. Nah, but see, I mean, yeah, I see, I see your point. But I would no, say because that that's, that's been Habib's argument. People have said Habib's style is boring. His fighting style is boring? Who said that? There's a lot of fighters who say his style. There's a lot of fans that have said it before. Brother, that's his style crazy. of wrestling. I've never heard that. And if I ever seen anything like that, whoever said that is tripping 
to the tenth degree. Could yeah, we, so you don't you don't you don't be amongst the casuals. That's I, I'm not. Nah, I mean, I I bro. don't. The most casual shit that I see is when I read the comments on Instagram from somebody's <laughs> MMA pages. Nah, trust me, I I don't seen it all. That's wild. What's up, Caesar? I ain't seen Caesar in a minute. What's good, bro? He said Bilal says too much. <laughs> all right, let me go back to this to this fight card. <clears throat> Close this. So. So I'm picking Shavkat to win this, even though I kind of want Wonderboy to win because of what they tried to do to him with the Michael Perea fight. Um, or Michelle, I should say, Michelle Perea. Um, so I'm going Shavkat by third round. Third round submission. Third round submission. It's a three round fight. Three rounds, yeah, it's three round fight. Okay, good, good. I would say Shavkat, Shavkat into TKO. TKO, okay. Um, my bad, Ryan. I just saw your super chat. Uh, Ryan says thank you. By the way, appreciate you, brother man. Uh, he says UFC really said, "Oh, you pulled out of the Michelle Pereira fight because he was two pounds overweight." Oh, you don't want to take. Uh, Jack on short notice bet hold on the shop cut I mean we by the way I feel like I shouldn't talk about this but but fuck it I'm gonna talk about it let's finish this first and then we can talk about it um last last one oh I forgot about this fight too okay this card is heavy but uh Patty Pimblett versus Tony Ferguson I'm going for Tony even though I know Tony's probably gonna lose I'm going for Tony. So, all right, this is just an emotional pick, like I had. Yeah, this is an emotional pick. If I'm, if I was betting money, I'm betting on Patty. But I want Tony Ferguson to win this fight. Yeah, I got Patty winning. Yeah, and you know this whole like, I know we're kind of late to it, but that whole ham training with David Goggins that made no sense to me. Like, but yeah, I mean, I don't know why either because it's not like his cardio was ever a problem, but. Who knows? Exactly. That's my point. Like, what kind of motivation do you need other than that? Yeah. People who don't rate Shavkat underrate Jeff Neal. Thank you for your super chat, Caesar. I appreciate it. I don't know what you're trying to say here, but they had a bang of a fight, so I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good fight. It was. Until, until you put him in a... <laughs> Bulldog choke. <laughs> um, Vicente Luque versus Ian Gary. Boy, this press conference is gonna be crazy. Um, you you can't block real life, Mister Gary. You can block your social media. You could hide from the chat. You could hide from the world. But you're gonna have to be at this press conference. The yep. same treatment and this man you gave about, Jeff I fear Neal. for my life. I fear for my life and my and my my family uh, going to the press. Man, shut your bitch ass up. I hate. I don't want to talk like this. This is you know. I don't normally talk like that, but I'm so sick of this nigga. Let me tell you why. Because you was doing all this shit talking, talking about Neil Magny, talking shit about him, saying he beat his kids. This man got in trouble. Had the fucking authorities at his house ready to take his kids from him and shit because this motherfucker want to say something about him, quote unquote, beating up. His his kids meanwhile niggas is telling the truth about you and your girl and you and you mad you sick because she's mad telling you that you got to do something about it 
I'm not gonna lie to you. Even though I think that he's gonna beat Vicente Luque, I hope Vicente knocks this nigga into 2024. Okay, that's what I hope. Cause I'm tired. I'm I'm so sick of these motherfuckers. You talk all this shit, and then when shit comes back to you, you act like you don't know what's going on. Oh, it's the fucking same shit that Kobe did. You run around talking all this shit about people, and then when niggas come back and try to smack you, now you wanna now you wanna fucking press charges and shit. Bitch ass nigga, you fucking you, we, we're fighters. We're fighters. Hey, you say you flatters. Uh, yeah, because, you know, once again, this is old news. But at the same time, the way he was talking about Neil Magny, and I know, you know, I was joking around with how Neil Magny looked or whatever, but I, I'm not going to attack him as a man or, or call him an abuser just because Ian doesn't understand the culture at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? D definitely coming from a foreign aspect. Right. Then, then they might as well throw all our parents in prison there and call all of them abusers. Because exactly. I don't know about y'all, but I had a mother. Her favorite tool was shoes, and she could aim and hit you <laughs> at ex any exact moment. You know what I'm saying? All. Uh, so was she an abuser? You know what I'm saying? Nah, this is just how. They, I mean, any 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 black person will tell you. Most of us at our age used to get whooped. Now, maybe in this yes. this newer this newer you know generation of kids that's probably like twenty and under, maybe they didn't get whooped, which is fine, right? But to to talk shit about people that, yeah, that's it's it's fucked up. You just you just didn't understand the culture and you ran with it and tried to make him seem like he was a child abuser. You know, there's certain things in life that you just can't call men. Uh, Hold on, child wait. abuser is one of them. I forgot he put Neil's mugshot on a T-shirt. Is that true? Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Is this true? Wow, no, of, of, see, that's fucked up. Mm. Of, of Jeff Neal. He put Jeff Neal's mugshot on a t-shirt and you had that t-shirt on while you had your fucking baby in your hand. Let me, let me, I don't know if y'all could see this. I don't know how to make this. Oh, uh, I mean, now we see it. We let me make it, it. Let me make it bigger. Open. Let me open this in a new tab. Open image and new tab. Look at this. Mm, Niggas mm, is doing mm. this, but you you crying? You doing this, but you crying? Bruh. I think it's I think it's a blessing, honestly, that I'm not in the UFC. Cause I would be talking so much shit to these niggas. I, they would never have me at a press conference. They would never have me at a press conference. Cause I would be cooking this bitch ass nigga. And then you got you know what? Let's stop because I feel like I'm about to turn into you right now and just start going in. So I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. Nah, I, I'll say this lastly because I I saw something on the internet where um pretty much his wife is behind all of this. You know that elevator the elevator story when there's I think there was Hamza in the elevator with them and his wife tried to egg Ian to wrestle him and then when the Ian elevator? was like no yeah and then Ian was like nah. And she called him a bitch or something of that nature. I'm just, I'm just, you know, with, with, with who, with, with who in the elevator? Shavkat was in the elevator? Not Shavkat, Hamza. I think it was oh, Hamza. Hamza was in the elevator. 
And she, yeah, oh, like how, she, so basically she tried to tell him to do what like DC be doing to them when he walks up to them and try to single leg him and shit. I think she just tried to instigate. I don't know, man. I don't Bro, know what she's doing to that deep. boy, but. That's deep. It, clearly, every decision he's made, and it makes sense now, been behind his wife. Ian's wife called him a bitch because he didn't want to fight Hamza. That's what Caesar there just said. Go. Wow. And there you go. This nigga, hey man, I don't. I feel like I don't need to say nothing else because this girl got him under control. So I don't need to say nothing else. Um, let me look at the rest of these fights. Cody Garbrandt, Brian Kelleher, that's a decent fight. Uh, Irene Aldana is a good fight. Casey O'Neill versus Ariana Lipsky. Mm. Let's keep moving. I don't even know why I clicked that. Um, you a freak. My guy Randy, then they got my man Randy Brown on the prelims. First fight of the night. That's crazy. Shout out to my man's though. Andre Feely. Dan, this is a crazy card. By the way, it's still fuck this nigga right here. It's still, it's still fuck Cody Durden. If y'all don't remember that, it's still fuck Cody Why? Durden. What happened to him? What did he do? What what I don't even remember what he did, honestly. He was talking some shit about about black fighters and Muslim people and shit like that, saying he gonna bomb their country and shit. Yeah, fuck this nigga. I forgot exactly what it was, but fuck him. I had a whole rant when he when he said it, and I said I hope he got fucked up, and he did. Let me look okay. it up. Let me look it up real quick. You can't have the name uh, fucking Cody Durden off a of Fight Club saying some bullshit like that. <laughs> Um. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find it. What did he say? Okay, so here's the here's the article where he said, "I hope uh, he humbled him." I forgot what the fuck he said though. I'm trying to find it. I forgot what he said, bro. I can't find it. But yeah. He got his ass whooped in fifty seconds in, in a minute, basically. Okay. Uh, hold on, Ryan. Thank you for your super chat. Ryan said, "What is what the fuck is this? Let me get this off the screen." Sorry. Um, motherfucker had timeouts growing up. I got TKO'd every other day. <laughs> when people grow up, you can easily tell who got whooped and who didn't by their behavior. Loki, you right. You are right about that, Ryan. You are 100% correct about that. This shit, yeah, though. Give my ass what? This shit is. I still can't believe this, though. This is crazy to me. This is crazy to me. That tells me that that's not him who's doing it, though, which makes it even worse. Yeah, I was about to say, that shit don't mean nothing to me. The fact that you put this on and have the nerve to say you fear for your families and your life. When you have your child who is under one years old in your hand while you have on a mugshot of another man talking shit. Isn't it it's in the States, right? This, this fight? fight? Yeah, yeah, this is in is Vegas. Let me make sure. So yeah, yeah. T Mobile Arena, Vegas. So you, you talk all your shit in UK and then when you come to the States, now you're in fear for your life. Yeah, now you scared. You over there in Ireland talking all this shit. Now you get on a plane, now you scared. Motherfucker, that's what people do in this states, man. People could threaten you all day, every day. That's just part of 
when you're not liked. Oh, that's but you what reap he said. what you sow. He said he was gonna send somebody, some Muslim, back to China or some shit like that. How you gonna send? Okay, there, oh, because the Chinese huge... was the Chinese yeah. was Muslim. Yeah, and then obviously Makayev is Muslim, so he took offense to that. And he said, "Oh, Diego said he made fun of a Chinese pregnant lady, also. So he's just, so he's just like racist Chinese against Asian people. people. That's yeah. So fuck that bitch ass nigga." And he had okay. tweets and shit where he was writing nigga and saying nigga everywhere. Uh, oh, he did that. Yeah, he was, bruh. Let me find. Oh, you. Oh, you. You're. Oh, you're one of. Are you under that um idea where white people can't say nigga when it comes to part of being a song? He wrote it on. Tw- he wasn't singing a song. Oh, he wrote it. He's. He wrote it on Twitter. Bro, you act like I know who this person is. I'm just this, this no nigga. Shit. I don't know. Hold on, bro. I don't know nothing about him. This is not it. This is the, they talking about the racist comments, bro. I made a clip about this. I, I, I'll find it somewhere and I'll post it up. But okay. yeah, he yeah he he was writing that shit all over there. Fuck this nigga, bro. So he's just been saying a lot of shit. You've been saying a lot of dumbass shit. A lot of dumbass shit. Anyway, okay. so that's all, right. all we got for the for the for the fight card. Um, y'all got any any topics, any questions y'all want to throw out there before we get out of here? I gotta, I got a little bit of time before you I gotta go to jujitsu. He literally said, "What that cobbler say, Sudi?" Huh? Johnny wrote something. I can't read it though. Oh, he said, "Oh, that you. That's what it was. That was one of the things he said. He said he literally said, saying free my nigga won't get your friend out of jail." He wrote that. All right. So he wrote look, that. This I is dare just you a to real this right now. I dare you to defend I'm not, this. I will end I'm this not, podcast right now. I will hang up. Don't do this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not defending shit. I'm just trying to tell you. This is just a really quick story, right? Oh, okay, and the dilemma ahead. that I've always been put in. I won't make this about me, but this is just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I went to a party. This is a while, a long time ago. I went to a party, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't really care about the word that much anymore. I went to a party one time and, you know, I was chilling with the homies. Everybody was cool. Everybody was drinking, smoking, you know, the vibes and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Then this white dude came out of nowhere. And the white dude, just first impression, I can definitely tell that he came from the culture. Well, he, he understood the culture, you know, and he was a friend of a friend. And as the night went on, you know, his mannerisms, like he talked like us yeah. type shit. And then as the night went on, he casually starts saying nigga, right? Jesus. He casually starts saying nigga, right? But so now I'm looking around, I'm looking around, like I'm ready to fight. Like, I'm like, dog, this, this white dude is saying nigga. At yeah. that time, I was I was about all of that, you know, black power and everything, that shit. And so while I'm trying to um, understand what's going on, I try to check him. Long story short, my friends, who happen to all be black, his friends happen to be all be black. Everyone in that room is against me. For me trying to hold him nah, that's for crazy. saying the N-word. That's crazy. Right? So the minute that happened, that's when I really stopped caring about shit because it made me realize something. People, especially people like us, we pick and choose who we allow to say the word. And 
That's why I'm not emotionally invested in these types hey, of Hey, I just want to point something out real quick. I just want to point something out real quick. This entire time, we had about 60 people watching this. Since we just started talking about that, now we got 32. So that tells me that some of y'all are out here saying nigga. And y'all are offended by this. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's all I want to say. It's not, I mean, none That's of that is crazy say. to me at all. That's all I want to say. That's crazy. Nah, this is the thing, though, Sunni, is what I've been saying since the beginning, dog. You got to, <laughs> when you put yourself in a, a little whatever, you can't speak on shit unless it's just MMA. Hey, man. Well, this is number one. Yes, we do talk about MMA, but this is also two black people talking about MMA. So I'm sorry, but these are these are these are the realities of what we have to deal with. And I'm telling you. As a look, they, they still going 27. Keep going. Keep going. If you are offended by this, please go. I'm OK with that. Why would they be offended? I don't know. Wait, what point? What point? Because we didn't make a point at all. I mean, nah, you stood on what you, you stood As soon on. as you started telling your story, as soon as you started telling your story, and I start when when I started talking about Cody Durden and what he said, as soon as I uh, as soon as I put that up on the screen, then it starts to go. It's cool though. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Now look at this person, Oliver Goodell. No, it's because nobody should say the word. You sure? I don't even want to get into this. But you're already here, man. Should we should we talk about this right now? Listen, I'm I'm like half foot in and half foot out this world. I so I, I don't really care. Right, we can talk about, talk about it. it. I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about it because now is not the time. I won't talk about it right now. But I think it's funny. Here we go. Hold on. What does this person say? Hermanson says, why do call white dudes the N-word even if they're not? That's why they keep they they keep comfy saying it back. First of all, I don't know who does that. I literally, if I'm ever around white people, I don't use that word. Because for that exact reason, because I don't want them to feel comfortable saying it. Because you can never say you heard me say it, so don't say it around me. But regardless of that, I know that there's plenty of words that other people from other races and ethnical ethnical groups that they can say that it is it is clear through all society that we are not allowed to say that word. And no one ever tries to say those words. But when it comes hmm. to nigga, all of a sudden, everybody got, oh, no one should say it. No one should this. No, oh, don't say, you You wasn't telling motherfuckers don't say, no one, there's no repercussions for other people saying it. If if you if you say anything about a gay person, you're, you're, all your shit is canceled. But you talk about black people, you say anything about black people, you could still be a football coach, you could still be a, uh, you could still be anything, you a teacher, a, pro, a principal, a professor, you could be all those things while still shitting on black people. But the moment you say anything about, or excuse me, and you can also do that to Muslim people. Let's not forget that. But the moment you say anything about Jewish people, the moment you say anything about gay people, the moment you say anything about any of these other communities that are quote unquote protected, we've talked about this before. How uh, uh, this nigga Biden just passed a law about anti-Semitic. Where the fuck is that for black people? 
2020, when Asian people was getting smacked in the head because they were saying it was the quote unquote Chinese virus, they put a they put a law out immediately for for uh you know stopping Asian hate. Which again, I'm all for that. But where is that shit for black people? So before y'all come in here telling me some bullshit about who can say the N-word or who can't say the N-word and why is it a big deal if white people say it, that's the reason why. Because no one gives a fuck about black people, which I want to do everything black people do. That's why. Mm, bars. And I can leave it at that. If y'all got anything else I want to talk about, we could talk about it, but I'm done talking about that shit. Because y'all motherfuckers <laughs> got me hot, bro. Got me hot. Nah, it's great that you feel that way and you're standing on how you feel. The only reason why I told my story is because I'm just tired, brother. You see what I'm saying? No, I know. I know. Just, I'm tired. So it's like, you do your own thing. And I'll just say it to white people, if you feel comfortable saying the word, go right ahead. But just understand that there are consequences. For some people that you're around, there will be consequences. Now, if you with your buddy buddies and they allowing you to say, that's a, it is what it is. It's something I can't control. Yeah. You know, or if you're listening to a song and you're within your own environment, I can't put that on on top of them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's mm -hmm. their favorite artist and they want to say that word. But once you leave that as your little private establishment, and you, nah, brother, you can't say things like that. It's all mm -hmm. fun and games until you fuck with the right one. Absolutely. And I want to put this super chat up from Ryan just in case people don't realize, you know, what we're talking about. Ryan says, yet I need to go through a separate checkpoint at the border because my mom is wearing a hijab and she's black. Which is crazy. See, you got the double whammy, black and Muslim. Yeah. Do you but know you what I'm saying? We, we, we don't, we don't got to go too deep into it. We've already gone too far. So, yeah. I mean, there's not really much you could talk about. We know the bullshits. Yeah, we YouTube, know. YouTube or YouTube. If you say one <laughs> thing, uh, uh, you say one thing crazy, it's over for you. Yeah. People leave if you start talking about their favorite group, mm -hmm. you know? I'm, I don't want to keep talking in uh, passwords and shit, so I'm going to just leave that alone. Yeah. But anyways, I feel like that's 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 good because now I'm, I'm, I'm low-key hot. So I think it's good to end on that note. Um, I would like to do a, a, a live stream for the fights this weekend. We'll see if Anonymous is up for it, depending on what time it is. Uh, where he's at and if he's feeling better. But, um, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us, as always. And we appreciate the support. Um, thank you guys who super chatted. Much appreciated. You're, you're helping us out more than you know. And, um, yeah. Other than that, Anonymous, you got anything? Nope. Everyone, thank you once again. All right. Peace, y'all.